Hey, this is Andy. I'm reading Genesis chapters 47 to chapter 50, which is the end of Genesis. And Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers and their flocks and their cattle and all that is theirs have come from the land of Canaan. And here they are in the land of Goshen. And from the pick of his brothers, he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to his brothers, what is it you do? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, we and our fathers as well. And they said to Pharaoh, We have come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, because the famine is grave in the land of Canaan. And so let your servants pray dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, saying, Let them dwell in the land of Goshen, and if you know there are evil men among them, Make them masters of the livestock over what is mine. And Jacob and his sons had come to Egypt to Joseph, and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, heard. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. In the best of the land settle your father and your brothers. Let them dwell in the land of Goshen. And Joseph brought Jacob his father and stood him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, How many are the days of the years of your life? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The days of the years of my sojournings are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not attained the days of the years of my fathers in, the day, in their days of sojourning. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from Pharaoh's presence. And Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a holding in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph sustained his father and his brothers and all his father's household with bread down to the mouths of the little ones. And there was no bread in all the earth, for the famine was very grave. And the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished because of the famine. And Joseph collected all the silver to be found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in return for the provisions they were buying. And Joseph brought the silver to the house of Pharaoh. And the silver of the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan ran out. And all Egypt came to Joseph saying, Let us have bread, for why should we die before your eyes? For the silver is gone. And Joseph said, Let me have your livestock that I may give you in return for your livestock, if the silver is gone. And they brought their livestock to Joseph, and he gave them bread in return for the horses, and the stocks of sheep, and the stocks of cattle, and the donkeys. And he carried them forward with bread in return for all their livestock that year. And that year ran out, and they came to him next year, and said to him, We shall not conceal from my Lord that the silver has run out, and the animal stocks are my Lord's. Nothing is left for our Lord but our carcasses in our farmland. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our farmland? Take possession of us and our farmland in return for bread, and we with our farmland will be slaves to Pharaoh and give us seed that we may live and not die, and that the farmland not turn to desert. And Joseph took possession of all the farmland of Egypt for Pharaoh. For each Egyptian sold his field, as the famine was harsh upon them, and the land became Pharaoh's. And the people he moved town he moved town by town, from one end of the border of Egypt to the other. 
Only the farmland of the priests he did not take in possession, for the priests had a fixed allotment from Pharaoh, and they ate from their allotment that Pharaoh had given them. Therefore they did not sell their farmland. And Joseph said to the people, Look, I have taken possession of you this day with your farmland for Pharaoh. Here is seed for you, and sow the land. And when the harvests come, you shall give a fifth to Pharaoh, and four parts shall be yours for seeding the field and for your food, for those in your households and for your little ones to eat. And they said, You've kept us alive. May we find favor in the eyes of our Lord in being Pharaoh's slaves. And Joseph made it a fixed law to this very day over the farmland of Egypt that Pharaoh should have a fifth. Only the farmland of the priests, it alone did not become Pharaoh's. And Israel dwelled in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they took holdings in it and were fruitful and multiplied greatly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. And Jacob's days, the years of his life, were 147 years. And Israel's time to die drew near. And he called for his son, for Joseph. And he said to him, If pray, I have found favor in your eyes. Put your hand, pray, under my thigh, and act toward me with steadfast kindness. Pray, do not bury me in Egypt. When I lie down with my fathers, carry me from Egypt and bury me in their burial place. And he said, I will do as you have spoken. And he said, swear to me. And he swore to him. And Israel bowed at the head of the bed. And it happened after all these things that someone said to Joseph, Look, your father is ill. And he took his two sons with him, Manasseh and Ephraim. And someone told Jacob and said, Look, your son Joseph is coming to you. And Israel summoned his strength and sat up in bed. And Jacob said to Joseph, El Shaddai appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, I am about to make you fruitful and multiply you and make you an assembly of peoples. And I will give this land to your seed after you as an everlasting holding. And so now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt shall be mine. Ephraim and Manasseh, like Reuben and Simeon, shall be mine. And those you begot after them shall be yours. By their brothers' names they shall be called in their inheritance. As for me, when I was coming from Paddan, Rachel died to my grief, and in the land of Canaan on the way, still some distance from Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way. Ephrath is Bethlehem, and Israel saw Joseph's sons, and he said, Who are these? And Joseph said to his father, They are my sons whom God has given me. He said, Fetch them, pray to me, and I may bless them. And Israel's eyes had grown heavy with age. He could not see, and he brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I had not thought to see your face, and look, God has also let me see your seed. And Joseph drew them out from his knees, and he bowed his face to the ground. And Joseph took the two of them, Ephraim with his right hand to Israel's left, and Manasseh with his left hand to Israel's right, and brought them near him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and placed it on Ephraim's head, yet he was the younger. And his left hand on Manasseh's head, he crossed his hands, though Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed them and said, The God in whose presence my fathers walked, Abraham and Isaac, the God who has looked after me all my life till this day. 
the messenger rescuing me from all evil. May he bless the lads. Let my name be called in them in the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac. Let them team multitudinous in the midst of the earth. And Joseph saw that his father had placed his right hand on Ephraim's head, and he was wrong in his eyes. And he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. And his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He too shall become a people, and he too shall be great, but his younger brother shall be greater than he and his seed shall be a fullness of nations. And he blessed them that day, saying, By you shall Israel bless, saying, May God set you as Ephraim and Manasseh. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. And Israel said to Joseph, Look, I am about to die, but God shall be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. As for me, I have given you with single intent over your brothers, what I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather round that I may tell you what shall befall you in the days to come. Assemble and hearken, O Jacob's sons, and hearken to Israel your father. Reuben, my firstborn, are you, my strength and first yield of my manhood, prevailing in rank and prevailing in might. Unsteady as water, you'll no more prevail. For you mounted the place where your father lay. You profaned my couch. You mounted. Simeon and Levi, the brothers, weapons of outrage, their trade. In their counsel, let me never set foot. Their assembly, my presence, shun. For in their fury, they slaughtered men. At their pleasure, they tore down ramparts. Cursed be their fury so fierce and their wrath so remorseless. I will divide them in Jacob. Disperse them in Israel. Judah, you shall your brothers acclaim. Your hand on your enemy's nape. Your father's son shall bow to you. A lion's whelp is Judah. From the prey, O my son, you mount. He crouched, he lay down like a lion, like the king of beasts, and who dare arouse him? And the scepter shall not pass from Judah, nor the mace from between his legs. That tribute to him may come, and to him the submission of peoples. He binds to the vine his ass, to the great bough his ass's foal. He washes in wine his garment, in the blood of the grape his cloak. O eyes that are darker than wine, and teeth that are whiter than milk, Zebulun near the shore of the sea shall dwell, and he by the haven of ships his flank upon Sidon. Issachar, a big-boned donkey, crouched amidst hearths. He saw that the homestead was goodly, that the land was delightful, and he put his shoulder to the load, became a toiling serf. Dan, his folk, will judge as one of the Israel's tribes. Let Dan be a snake on the road, an asp on the path that bites the horse's heels and its rider topples backward. Your deliverance I await, O Lord. God shall be goaded by raiders, yet he shall goad their heel. Asher's breath shall be rich, and he shall bring forth kingly dishes. Naphtali, a hind let loose, who brings forth lovely fawns. A fruitful son is Joseph, a fruitful son by a spring, 
daughters strode by a rampart. They savaged him, shot arrows, and harassed him. The archers did, but taut was his bow, his arms ever moving through the hands of the champion of Jacob, through the name of the shepherd in Israel's rock. From the God of your fathers, may he aid you. Shaddai, may he bless you. Blessings of the heavens above, blessings of the deep that lies below, blessings of breasts and womb. Your father's blessings surpassed, the blessings of timeless heights, the bounty of hills everlasting. May they rest on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the one set apart from his brothers. Benjamin, ravening wolf, in the morn he consumes the spoils, at evening shares out plunder. These are the tribes of Israel, twelve in all, and this is what their father spoke to them, blessing them, each according to his blessing. He blessed them. And he charged them and said to them, I'm about to die, to be gathered to my kinfolk. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which faces Mamre in the land of Canaan, the field that Abraham bought from Ephron the Hittite as a burial holding. There they buried Abraham and Sarah, his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah, his wife. And there I buried Leah, the field and the cave within it, bought from the Hittites. And Jacob finished charging his sons, and he gathered his feet up to the bed, and he breathed his last and was gathered to his kinfolk. And Joseph flung himself on his father's face and wept over him, kissed him. And Joseph charged his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Israel. And forty full days were taken for him, as such is the full time of embalming. And the Egyptians keened for him seventy days. And the days for keening him passed. And Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If, pray, I have found favor in your eyes, speak. Pray, and the Pharaoh's hearing as follows. My father made me swear, saying, Look, I'm about to die. In the grave I readied me in the land of Canaan. There you must bury me. And so let me go up, pray, and bury my father and come back. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father as he made you swear. And Joseph went up to bury his father, and all Pharaoh's servants, the elders of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt went up with him. And all the household of Joseph and his brothers and his father's household only their little ones and their flocks and their cattle they left in the land of Goshen. And chariots and horsemen as well went up with him. And the procession was very great. And they came as far as Goran Ha'atad, which is across the Jordan. And there they keened a great and heavy keening and performed mourning rites for his father seven days. And the Canaanite natives of the land saw the mourning in Goran Ahatad, And they said, this heavy mourning is Egypt's. Therefore, his name is called Abel Mitzram, which is across the Jordan. And his sons did for him just as he charged them. And his sons conveyed him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the Machpelah field, the field Abraham had brought, bought as a burial holding from Ephron the Hittite facing Mamre. And Joseph went back to Egypt, he and his brothers, and all who had gone up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, and they said, If Joseph bears resentment against us, he will surely pay us back for all the evil we caused him. And they charged Joseph, saying, Your father left a charge before his death, saying, Thus shall you say to Joseph, We beseech you, forgive, pray, the crime and the offense of your brothers, for evil they have caused you. So now forgive, pray, the crime of the servant of your father's God. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. 
And his brothers then came and flung themselves before him and said, Here we are, your slaves. And Joseph said, Fear not, for am I instead of God? While you meant evil toward me, God meant it for good, so as to bring about at this very time keeping many people alive. So fear not, I will sustain you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke to their hearts. And Joseph dwelled in Egypt, and he and his father's household, and Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw the third generation of sons from Ephraim, and the sons as well of Machir, son of Manasseh, were born on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, and God will surely single you out and take you up from this land to the land he promised to Isaac and to Jacob. And Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, when God indeed singles you out, you shall take up my bones from this place. And Joseph died, 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. <laughs>